0: Welcome to this new episode of the series, The Letter of the Apostle Paul to the Romans. I'm very happy to be here with you guys, and I'm Gian, the founding pastor of Victory Church, and today I have a wonderful surprise for you, my dear friend, Will King. How are you, brother? It's doing well. How are you? Very happy to have you here with us today. Good to see you too. Absolutely. We are going to enjoy another episode. Remember, you can go to our website, vchurch.us, to our Vimeo channel, the YouTube channel, and of course, the Facebook page. For those who like to listen, the podcast is always available. Go and review the previous episodes if you like. We are studying today Romans chapter 9. We are going to read from verse 6 through 9. And we are reading from the easy to read version. So we read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. May the Lord guide us through this study. Go ahead, my brother. Romans 6, I don't mean that
1: God failed to keep his promise to the Jewish people, but only some of the people of Israel are really God's people. And only some of Abraham's descendants are true children of Abraham. This is what God said to Abraham, Your true descendants will be those who come through Isaac. This means that not all of Abraham's descendants are God's true children. Abraham's true children are those who became God's children because of the promise he made to Abraham. Here is what God said in that promise. About this time next year I will come back and Sarah will have a son.
0: Woo! Powerful statement. This is something that happened to Abraham, the father of faith, as we know him, right? And uh, well, let's go back a little bit to what Paul has been sharing with us in this first seven episodes, episodes chapters of the study of Romans. He has been talking about salvation is by faith, Yes. right? Yes. And it's beautiful, right? Every time I think about it, you know, what is what comes to my mind? Is all my, my sins and all my mistakes. Yes. And I just think, thank you, Lord, that you forgive me. I don't deserve, because that is what we call grace, correct?
1: Yes. His mercies are fresh every morning.
0: Oh, I like that. <laughs> so that doesn't mean that you're going to go nuts every night, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Simply that we know his mercies are new, because it, it, what happens, really? And Paul has been explaining this Constantly, the same emphasis, guys, we are forgiven by faith because of the sacrificial death of our Lord Jesus Christ. But in the first verses of this chapter, Paul shares his concerns about Israelites, and yeah. he even said, I will, I'm willing to give everything in order to save them. Yes. Isn't it that how we feel about the people that we love?
1: Well, yes, we love them regardless, as Christ told us to love our neighbors. And we
0: want them to be saved, right? Yes, yes. Paul says, I will do anything. But you know, he is not saying, well, the Israelites are out of God's grace. It's not what he's no. saying. No. Actually, he said it very clear in verse, eight, in verse 6. I don't mean that God failed to keep his promise to the Jewish people, right? Because it's not what happened. But, uh, I would like us to discuss Will, a little bit about Jews and Judaism for a moment. Alright? Yes. Because Jewish people is one thing and Judaism is a religion. Yes. Alright? Not everyone in Judaism are Jewish. Correct. And vice versa, not all Jewish practicing judaism correct correct. but what is exactly judaism then what is what they believe
1: i don't believe they believe that jesus christ is the messiah
0: that is correct so they keep thinking about someone that will come one day somebody new perhaps (laughs) the word messiah in hebrew is the same word christ in greek christos in greek and the meaning is the anointed one yes which for us is like saying he is the one the one who is going to come to rescue us so basically what we are saying here is that Jews practicing Judaism are are still expecting that Savior right? Correct. Now sadly many of them I'm talking about Jews practicing Judaism they don't believe that Jesus is the Messiah No. In the do you think it's possible that it's because their families tell them that? Or in the synagogue they hear that? It's possible. I think it's possible. But
1: when Jesus arrived on the scene, they were under the Roman rule. Okay. And perhaps they thought that this Messiah was going to come and take them out of that and that he mm-hmm. was might come with a sword. and go against the Roman Empire.
0: Mm-hmm. Well that makes sense, that makes sense because actually when you are thinking of the one who is going to save you, you want to see it with your own eyes, right? Yes. And it's hard to comprehend that salvation is a spiritual, right? Correct, yes. Did you struggle with your salvation at some point?
1: Of course, I mean we, we are we are faced with trials every day and sometimes if we think, Where is Jesus right
0: now? I want to see the one, right? Yes. Come and rescue me. Yes. And perhaps yeah, you're right. You're right. I think part has to do with that. But uh, what Paul is telling us here is don't don't you think that God failed him to keep the promise? Because there is a promise that he gave to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and the patriarchs. And from there all the way down to today in the promises that he is our savior yes. and there is always hope for everybody right now he also says in the second part of this verse but only some of the people of Israel are really God's people so that is also shocking
1: well if you go back to when the children
0: were in the desert mm-hmm.
1: they started grumbling mm-hmm. they were eating manna and you know burgers and <laughs> <Manaburgers>. <laughs> Keith Green, right? okay, yeah. Um, you know they got tired of eating the same thing, and they got tired of waiting on God to take them out of the desert. And Moses goes up to the mountain. And they're like, "Where is Moses?" And so what do they do? They build a calf, a golden calf, and start worshiping that. And but not all of them did that.
0: The others. Still waiting waited. On and waited. True, true. So, question to you, my dear viewer and listener. Are you still waiting for that savior of yours, the one that will rescue you? Or do you want to see some powerful force come upon your life and just take you out of the problem just like this? Because this very difficult to wait. Yes. <laughs> Now, as we grow older, we become more and more patient, don't we? We do. Do you remember back in in the youth? I mean, I'm talking teenager, 20s. You remember how impatient we were? We couldn't wait for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) But still, the promise was there. You know, the present will come, Christmas will come, all that. And eventually we learn that waiting actually is not a bad thing. And... um, this is the thing Paul is telling us here. Don't you ever think God has failed you, my friend. The Lord God never has failed to you. He will never do that to you, even for his people, Israel. And, uh, you know, he here in this section, Paul is very clear by saying, you know, not because Abraham had many other children, that means all of them are part of God's people. Yes because there were more children.
1: Right, yes.
0: But the promise was, as it says clearly here in verse 9, it was come through Sarah. Yes. At that point, there was already another child. Yes. And later in life, there were many other children. Yes. So you are wondering, well, what about all them? Is is God unfair? What is your view about this? Is well, God unfair?
1: I don't think so. <laughs> I think he gives every person the choice to accept him. Very good. It may not be, will it be here in this earth or will it be after? That's a question.
0: Yeah. You know, one day uh, somebody asked me this question. Somebody said, Well, Jian, do you think is, it's okay to be honestly wrong? And I said, well, I think I get the question, but I want clarification. <laughs> what right. do you mean by being honestly wrong? So this person said to me, yeah, for instance, you, you have certain beliefs, but eventually when you come to the light and you study the scripture and things are revealed to you by teachers, mentors, or the Holy Spirit, and you see the truths, then you realize that you were wrong. Correct. So my friend who asked me this question said, well, I was one of those, I was wrong. He says, but in my defense, I can tell you that I was honestly wrong because I truly believed what I believed.
1: Correct, correct.
0: So do you think it's okay to be honestly wrong? What's your view about it?
1: Well, my, my, my circumstance was, as a child, I always knew that God had something more to offer than mm-hmm. than the the church that I was going to. And I studied the Bible as a teenager and read it a lot. But when I accepted the Lord in my heart, it was like somebody opened the window shades, the blinds, <laughs> and I could and, and the light came in. Right. The truth came. And that that is my account right there is other people that may be going to someplace and they are the, the, the same things are going on of we believe in Jesus we believe in this we believe in that it, it, it's almost there but maybe it's just honestly not the truth
0: That's true well you and I are good friends and we know each other for a while So, I feel comfortable to ask you this question here in public, since you are wearing that Mm -hmm. (laughs) T-shirt. Do you mind sharing with our friends a little bit about your background, how Mm -hmm. your inheritance affected you, and still today, something in your hairstyle has to do with it? Tell us a little bit, if you don't mind. Sure, sure.
1: Um, My father is Scotch Irish, red hair and blue eyes. My mother is Mexican, Spanish, and Indian, Native American Indian. And, you know, there is things from my native side that that I think are, 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 are right, because, because they go kind of along with... With, um, with the scripture. With the scripture. Okay. You know, they believe that a lot of things that, that seem correct and if you go back to, say, the Aztecs or Mayas or Incans, mm-hmm. um, they believe that, that a person would come to save them and that was a Spanish people. Um, They they accepted them and thought they were gods because they were light-skinned. So, so I believe Jesus walked the earth amongst all the people at that time and and said, I will be back.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, the Lord promised us that He will come back. And we know according with 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 that His return is going to be amazing and everyone will be able to see Him. But uh, certainly, part of your inheritance, like in my case, we were receiving influence from from people, right? Yes. Yes. So, could you say that you were honestly wrong in certain things? I would agree. (laughs) Because I feel that I was honestly wrong in certain things. And other things, I was just wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to do it my way, and that was wrong. But there were some things, and I believe that for whether it's the Jewish community or Native American community, Aztecs, Mayans, Incans, or people from other parts of the world. We all can can be wrong, right? Everyone can be wrong. But there is a beautiful, beautiful opportunity for everyone when we are honestly wrong, meaning we truly believe that what we believe is right that we are in the right path and it's beautiful to understand that when you have that honesty mm-hmm. regardless of your background my friend regardless of your inheritance regardless of your color scheme or any attribute of your inheritance line there is always a desire that you have to search and find the truth Correct. and then is when Jesus comes and saves us, right? Yes. yes. So that is what you were saying. That how old were you when you became to uh, you became a believer in Jesus? I was 18. Oh, you were young. Yes.
1: yes. And it was it was amazing. It's been amazing. I mean, I every day I look back and I am thankful because I know that even when I wasn't making good decisions that
0: Jesus Christ was there. So. Wonderful. And the Lord Jesus is with you and for you. Yes. So my friend, don't you think in any moment that God failed you? That it is a mistake that God made because you were born in that particular family, or even without a father, or even without both of your parents because you are adopted, or don't you ever think God abandoned me, you know? He never cared for me. He doesn't even care right now. My friend, don't, don't you get confused. Those are just circumstances that happen in life because for, for the normal interaction that we have as human beings, sometimes we do wrong things and, uh, and sometimes we do right things. But those are just circumstances, you know, around us, circumstances around us. But the good Lord has a plan for us in the same plan that he had for Israel and for Will and for me. The Lord has it for you. And what is that plan? That you will receive the forgiveness of your sins. Because at the end is what we all want. We want to be forgiven by God. He loves us now. If you have doubts about the Lord Jesus, if you have doubts about the Bible and you struggle with these ideas and and probably you feel uncomfortable every time this conversation comes up to you, maybe what is happening is that the context around you, people are telling you things and they not always are true things. And even that can come from mentors of yours, leaders in your religion, your parents even, your spouse. But not necessarily is the voice of God. So do you know what the Lord Jesus said? He said, I am the way, the truth, and life. He said that. And He has been that for Will and I. Mm -hmm. Because like you and everybody else, we all were lost yes very much (laughs) we were confused we were in darkness and 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 all all that all that happened for whatever reason to, to come to a point where we were longing for receiving the forgiveness of our sins so wherever you are i want to invite you today open your heart and receive the love of god right because he is here you know what the scripture says i'm here and i am knocking at the door of your heart so one day he did that to you right yes did you feel something special or it was just i felt something different you did yes
1: Yes. and then when as the word says is when if you are baptized before man i will i will confess you before my father when I was baptized and I came out of the water, it was just amazing. It was, it was like I was standing next to the sun, the, 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 the light in the sky, the sun. Right, this I sun. mean, I just saw yellow and I felt
0: warmth. Mm. It was amazing. Right. Many people testified the same thing and I personally can tell you that to me it was not like that. Mm. You know, the moment of my salvation, it was very very subtle, subtle. yeah i will say pro not boring because it was not boring it was right. it was actually interesting to me okay. because the question that this particular pastor my first pastor asked me that day was what is holding you back to declare to people that you believe that jesus is the son of god and I said, well, no, I, I believe Jesus is the Son of God. So what is holding you back? Why, why you don't want to commit?
1: Hmm.
0: And you know what happened to me? <laughs> I remember sitting there with him. July 29th, 1987, 7 p.m. I told him, give me a second. So I just leaned on my chair. And I saw on the screen of my imagination... All my friends that I was hanging out, hanging out with, all these guys that we were going to do all kind of stuff that was not good, having fun, partying, and doing other things that you can imagine. And, uh, and the question that came to my mind was, do you prefer all that or do you prefer me? So you see, I didn't feel anything like you felt, but it was confrontational, Mm -hmm. peacefully. Confrontational, taking me to a place where I will say, well, really what is holding me back to, to not publicly say, I believe Jesus is the Son of God. I will go and get baptized. What is it? And, And I knew that really it was not a spiritual, really was no other thing, but was my desires to continue doing what was wrong. I'm not saying that is your case, my friend. Everyone has his own story. But today I want to finish this broadcast by inviting you to think about this. If you were at the gate of heaven and Jesus is standing there at the gate, and he asked you this question, why should I let you come in? What your answer would be, you will say, because I'm a good person, because I practice this religion, because I give money, because I have been, because I never smoked in my life, <laughs> because I'm a good citizen, I pay my taxes, because I, you know, I have done anything wrong in my life. I played the rules all the time, and I went by the book. Is that what you're going to answer? I invite you to consider this, that there is nothing that we can do to deserve God's forgiveness. According to the scripture, Paul here in the letter of Romans says it many times. Salvation is a gift. Just receive that gift. And I want to thank you, Will, for being here with us this evening. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you here. You have a final word for our viewer? I would just say that
1: Jesus is the bridge between us and the Father.
0: Beautiful. You have a wonderful night. Okay.